0: Hey Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. I'm Jerry Foley, Senior Editor of the Giant Insider Newspaper. And with me as always is my co-host and the beat writer for the Giant Insider, Chris Bizignano. Chris, the last podcast we uh, dissected, the, the Jerry Reese, Mark Ross era. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, things aren't going to get much better for this one. Unfortunately, we're, we're going to give our mid-season grades. And based, mm. on, based on how the season's gone this far, uh, you know, a lot of, gonna, not
1: going to be too many A's given out, but. No, there's going to be a lot of C's though. I, I, I can envision that coming up, but not a lot of A's. Yeah,
0: we'll go through most of the starters and then we'll uh, we'll take your Twitter questions. Again, uh, thanks for, for sending them in, guys, all the Twitter followers. And please continue to subscribe on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher and Spotify or whatever the hell other platform we're on. And uh, subscribe, and if you can, give us the, uh, the good ratings. We really appreciate it. We've got a lot of great feedback on this. So we'll continue to do it as long as – as long as you guys like it. So um, so one of the criticisms we've been getting lately, or, or me in particular, Chris, is... Oh, you? Yeah, we're, you know, they say I'm a little easy on, on ownership. And let me just give you the backstory to that and, and kind, kind of as to why. And so, real quick, back in 99, um, I wasn't the first to do this, and I'm not going to be the last, but I wrote a letter to uh, Wellington Mara about... Um, you know, the season ticket list is 30 years long. What can you do? Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can do? And lo and behold, you got a letter back saying, I'll see what I can do about your ticket situation. And then before the before the 2001 season started, so it was actually, I, let me back up. It's actually at the beginning of the 2000 season, I wrote the letter. So three page right. outpouring of, you know, I, I'm the huge, biggest fan in the world. I know the history of your team from 1925, blah, blah, blah. So he was nice enough to write back and then he wrote a handwritten, handwritten letter back saying um, you're in my pending file. So 2001 season comes along I get a call at work and they say it's the giant secretary the woman's name was Joanne Lamnick. And I said I don't believe you. I think this is a joke. Give me your number. <laughs> so she gave me her number. Call her back. It was one like Tamara's office and the tickets were in my name. So something obviously you never forget. Just talk about ownership that, that gets it and uh, understands the fans. And, and I'm not, the, again, that's happened a ton of times with people. Um, right. I've heard stories of that before. I gave it a shot and uh, I got bumped up 30 years before there was something called PSLs. So John Mara is a lot like his father in that he wants to let the GM run the organization, right? So Mara, Wellington Mara, to his fault in the 60s and 70s, especially after the death of his brother Jack, was trying to do too much. And he really didn't become the Wellington Mara that everyone knows now um, until George Young was hired because then he could let him run the organization. They go on, they win two Super Bowls. Wellington Mara kind of serves as this consulting um, presence in the organization, but really let the guys under him run it. Is that fair, Chris? You think that's fair?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without question. No doubt about it. A lot lot changed when George Young was
0: uh, put in that position. So Wellington Mara turned into this Saint almost, and and he was always a great person, always a great owner, understood the fans, he got mm-hmm. the Giants fan, um, and appreciated all the suffering, and he he answered almost every letter that was sent to him, and yeah. I think he, you know, all yeah. the all the angry ones he would answer, and, and he's, he ended yep. it with something like, "Yours more in sorrow than in anger," Wellington Mara, which I thought, you know, so John Mara, is a lot like his father in that answers letters I've written to him um, when I was. You know, before I kind of got into this stuff, I would write to him and he'd write back handwritten letters back and he's another guy who gets it. So it's a little hard to call him out when you feel like the guys under him are the ones that are really running the franchise. And although he probably waited too long to get rid of Jerry Reese, it's hard for me to bash him for what he did at this offseason. But if they want me to grade him, well, we'll start with John Mara, Chris. Do you, do you? I mean, is that fair to start with the owner? And and, and when I say Mara, I guess you have to start with Tish too, right? It's really ownership that gets the grade.
1: Um. Yeah. Um, Are we going to grade? Yeah, listen, it's a one in seven team, so it's not going to be a good grade. Um. Yeah. yeah I mean, listen, I, mean Tisch, I, Tisch I agree is, with Tisch you. It's
0: more the. I mean, Mara. The Mara is kind of running. runs the, Yeah, Mara
1: runs right? the football. Yeah, Mara runs the football operations. Tish just signs off on the, on the checks. Yeah. You know, uh, Mara runs the football part. Um, hey, listen, do I? the mistake John Mara made is staying with Jerry Reese for too long.
0: Yeah, he should have got rid of him after after uh, or with Coughlin. With if Coughlin. going to fire yeah. both. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. long story short, you know, unfortunately, I'm going to give Mara, uh, as of right now, where the organization is, you know, unfortunately, is a, a, a D plus right now. That's my grade.
1: Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go to D, uh, like basically like you, Jerry, uh, why he gets a D instead of an F is because I like Gettleman's draft. Yep. That's exactly and right. Brought, and he brought Gettleman in and I like Gettleman's draft. Did not like Gettleman's free agency. No. But did like the draft, which is the future. Um, his evaluation, listen, he was offered Eli, he was offered a lot of stuff, but a little bit of a bright future with the draft. I want to give Gettleman another draft. So that's why I'm going to give Mara a D. So, so
0: while you're on it, give what's your Gettleman grade.
1: Gettleman's going to get a C.
0: Yeah, I
1: agree. Uh, about a that. C, Jerry, because of the promising draft. Yep. I agree. Um, the C, the draft saved him in my opinion. The free agency knocked down his grade to a C. If he would have hit on a few free agents, then maybe it would have been higher, but I'm going to go to C because I like the draft. Um, and listen, Jerry, it's been spoken about a thousand times. The Giants were all in with Eli this year. It didn't. It did not work out. It blew up in the face of the organization and the uh, <clears throat> the construction. You know, the, the rebuild has started, Jerry. So. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm going to give a C. I don't know
0: yeah, about you. Yeah, and I I agree because the draft was so good, but also you have to look at who he let go. Now most of the guys he let go he overturned thirty plus guys, so that tells you the roster was just devoid of talent. But he also let go of guys like Aquara, Canard, uh, um, who else did he let? Oh, well, JPP. I still agree with that trade, but he mm-hmm. let go of some guys that maybe he should have kept. But regardless, based on the draft and and free agency not working out. But the draft being a very good draft and, and giving him some time, um, I'll, I'll go with a C as well, bud. Um, so that moves us on to Pat Shermer. I'll go first. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's, it's hard to, it's hard to, I don't want to grade on a curve because of the talent of the roster. But look, there have been a lot of decisions that Shermer's made this year that have been puzzling to say the least. I can't give him higher than, than a D. I'm sorry, man. And maybe that's a little harsh, but I expected more than this, and I know the offensive line stinks. I know that they bet on Manning, oh, okay. but I his play calling has been very questionable and some of the decisions he's made where he goes into halftime with timeouts in his pocket. I don't know, man. I, I, I like the professionalism he brings, and the, his players seem to play for him, but as I'm talking about this, I'm raising the grade a bit, but I, I can't give him higher than a D.
1: Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um, you know what Jerry this is something I'm getting a little sick of now who had a worse rated offensive line than the Giants the last three weeks what offensive line of football Jerry can you think off the top of your head
0: Seattle maybe
1: I'll, I'm gonna give you a hint buddy they've won six in a row okay I know it's tough to think you know the quickly Rogers? but no no no
0: the Houston Texans
1: oh yeah that's right okay Rated, they had the worst-rated offensive line in of football. Worse than us. We were the top last three, I believe. Okay? Uh, bottom three. Um Houston's won six in a row. Yeah. Okay? With backups up there, with rookies up there. So I'm sick and tired of hearing about the offensive line. Yes, it's not good. Okay? We know that. But don't tell me you can't win a game because the offensive line isn't top-notch. I'm <laughs> sorry. And part of your
0: argument was the other night when you were talking about Hal Hunter. So the coaching staff falls underneath Shermer Sorry. at Shermer's feet.
1: Yep, like you said, you know I've been around Coach Shermer's from day one. Yep, since he got here last April. Uh, well, he was here before that, but you know since OTA started, and I love the professionalism, I love his maturity, but he's getting a D because to me the team has not progressed forward with the offense, and I, and you can't. Just keeps saying, oh, the offensive line stinks. The offensive line stinks. That's why. I don't want to hear it, folks. There's a lot of offensive lines in football that aren't that good. And they're winning and they're moving the ball. Yep. Sherman has to take – has to fall on the sword, Jerry, for a lot of it. Uh, he's going to get a D in my eye in my still. All right, buddy. Here's a guy. Um, his grades
0: are all over the map on Twitter. You sent out a question today. <laughs> I did this on purpose, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you're going to give the right answer here, but I'm going to let you go first. Eli Manning.
1: <laughs> um, I'm going to give Eli – a C yeah. Um, uh, he's got a lot of yards. It's inflated. Okay. Don't get fooled by his fourth the fifth in the league with yards. I mean, we all know that's a lot of it, you know, in the games and all that. The idea, the, the object of, the, of a quarterback is to get the team in the end zone. Hasn't done that. He's been under siege a lot. Understandable. Um, but he's also contributed to the offense being horrific in the red zone leaving three four plays a game out there on the field. Way too many checkdowns, not sticking with guys, a little gun shy in the pocket, so I'm giving him – I think I'm being pretty fair. I'm going to give him a C.
0: Yeah, I'm close. I, I say C-minus. I can't stand the checkdowns, and I can't stand that he feels the rush. I understand why he does, but I can't give him higher than a C-minus. Um, better news. It would be a better grade. Saquon Barkley, what do you give him?
1: Uh, Saquon is going to get a A-minus. Really? For me. A-minus. Yes. What um, he's going to get an A minus, yes. Um Because uh, I, listen, that's a good grade for a rookie, right? He's, the kid's been spectacular. Um He's given up. The only reason I'm going to give him a minus because he's been a little in a, in a blitz pickup. He's given up a few sacks, but the kid's been everything you asked for. I'm going to give an A minus. I'm going to be a little tough on a rookie, but well, A minus.
0: I'm I'm going A. I was going to go A plus, but I for the exact <laughs> reason, exact exact reason that you said. I guess yeah. the one thing that's not as good as advertised is the blitz pickup, but that's nitpicky <laughs> with uh, what he's been able to do behind this uh, Swiss cheese offensive line. We have, I'm going to give him an a, <clears throat> um, let's go to another rookie. Uh, we'll go across the line. It doesn't have to go in order. Let's go. Will Hernandez. What do you get?
1: Will's going to get a B. Yeah. Um, I, I agree 100% protect- with that.
0: I'm sorry, Jerry. No, I agree hundred percent. Oh with
1: that. yeah. Uh, his pass protection hasn't been the best. He's given up six sacks, but, He's not, you know, he should be road grading more. What I mean by that is but they should be grinding the ball more with Saquon and even getting Goldman involved. Sherman has not has not done that. Um so
0: but you know, you know what? He's
1: been solid. He's graded out well in most of these games. He gets a, a solid B for me, Jerry.
0: All right. I agree with you. Nate Solder.
1: Nate Solder's gonna get a C.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay. Um he has been as bad. As a lot of people think he has, but he hasn't been as good as he, sh- you know, with the contract that he received. So I'm going to go with uh, he's given up what five six. I'm going to go with a C with Sola.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with um, the contract curve, and I'm going to give him a D because I was just expecting <laughs> a lot more. So based on the fact, and this is something my, my dad used to say: based on the fact that you're getting paid so much, you have to be better than that. And every time Manning would throw a pick, he'd look at me. Uh, you know, twenty million dollars, there he is, you know. So uh, I'm yeah. gonna kinda do the same. Nate should, Nate Solder should uh be playing better than he is. I'm I'm gonna give him a D because of the contract. Uh let's go to the let's go to John Greco. Um center or guard position, I don't care. What uh, what what's your grade for Greco? Uh D minus. Yeah, That's that's about right.
1: You watch him in uh, the film, he's just getting he's not doing anything out there. D minus.
0: Spencer Pulley. Ah,
1: uh, was his third game coming yeah, up? Yeah, it's tough to say, but
0: at well, least he's, I is mean, he's in he's
1: there. Done. So on do Um, I guess if anything, a D, Jerry.
0: <laughs> um, oh, here's a good one, Patrick Umame. I give him an F.
1: <laughs> yeah, he gets an F and he's benched.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Chad Wheeler. Chad's been all right. He's not an NFL starter, in my opinion. He's played better. He, he played better than you know. He's playing better than Flowers did. Uh, but I you know, Will. I'm gonna give Will a C. Yeah, me
0: too. And I was gonna say, again, it's the the salary curve. He, he costs nothing, and he's a serviceable at best right tackle. I'll give him a C. Right. Uh, Evan Ingram.
1: Uh, well, Evan's been hurt four games. What, three, four games? Dropped too many balls. C minus.
0: Yeah, C minus is good. That's about right. Rhett
1: Ellison. C. Yeah, disappointing, right? I thought he'd be better. Thought he'd be better. I thought it'd be more involved in the air game. Um, another thing, I, you know, Sherman's is just—I don't know—some of the stuff. He uh, hasn't been as—you know—you know—I watch a lot of film and block, and he's just been all right, Jerry. Uh, uh, you know, I'm going to give
0: Red a C too. So I'm not going to give Scott Simmonson or Simonson uh, a grade. We'll give him an okay.
1: incomplete. Um, Odell Beckham. Man, listener, look at the numbers Odell has. He, I think, he has one drop, and you know. Uh, you know what? Odell's getting uh, Odell's getting an A. I'm sorry, uh, Odell's. Getting, I'm going to give Odell an A minus. How's that? Yeah, I, I. If I'm giving, why a minus? A-? Only two touchdowns. Now is that his fault? <laughs> well, yeah, not really. But I'm going to go A minus. I'll give him.
0: I'm going to be a little easier. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him an A. I, okay. Fair enough, man. Yeah, I, I think he's one of the best in the league and. Caught almost everything his way outside of a two point conversion that was going to be meaningless anyway. I'll give him an A. Like you said, it's not his fault. He's not catching touchdown passes. He's not really getting much of an opportunity. Uh,
1: Sterling Shepard. Uh Shep's been pretty decent this well. I'll give him a B minus. Yep, same thing. Oh, I was just oh, going to say B minus. A, a couple of drops with Shep. That's what holds him up.
0: Yep. Um, backup receivers. Let's see. I mean, it's, uh, let's not waste our time with backup receivers. They've been in and out of the. The lineup yeah. so much.
1: He's, to be complete. He has, he's barely touched the ball, gone.
0: Yeah. Right? Uh,
1: let Yeah, but I was gonna say let's go to the defensive side on the Here line. Uh, BJ Hill. Oh come on, he's solid, right? I think he's played well for the rookie. Man, I, I'm giving him a B, but Yeah, B plus. I'll give my B plus.
0: I'm right with you. Um, Dalvin Tomlinson.
1: Uh, I'm gonna give Dalvin a B minus.
0: Yeah, C plus. I expected a little more. I know that he's not a pass rusher, and he's good against the run. But I, I thought he'd be doing a little more right now. Um, I give him a C plus just because there's no pass rush at all. Uh, let's see, Kerry Win. Oh man,
1: Kerry Win is this is B, solid B for Kerry. You know what, Jerry? He's got two set. You know what? He's been very active. all these games. I'm going to go with an A minus for Kerry Win. I'm going to I'm going to send it in for Kerry.
0: 100 percent
1: agree, uh, especially since. He kind of worked
0: his way up into the lineup. Like, they he's been good enough for them to say we have to find a spot for him in the, the starting rotation. So, I thought he was just going to be a have a reserve role this year. He had a really good preseason, but he seems to have that every year. But he's really stepped up. I agree, man. I say, hey, a-. Jerry.
1: hey Jerry, an argument could be made. He's been the best defensive player on the field for the Giants.
0: Yep. Uh, um,
1: special teams, too. But go ahead.
0: Yep. Uh, Josh Morrow.
1: Uh, well, he just got back after four. He's played about four games. He hasn't done much. C.
0: All right. Let's go to the linebackers. Um, Kareem. What'd you, What'd you give Josh? Uh, see, I agree. C minus. I he's just, he's, uh, not doing anything. Sorry about that. C minus. Uh, linebackers. Kareem Martin. D.
1: <laughs> that was the most emphatic grade yet. D. And I'm being, nice I'm being kind, Kareem. Because I like the guy a lot in the locker room. But other than that, he gets a D. Collapses. Still can't, still can't read the zone read. No impact. Oh, but I forgot he knows the system.
0: <laughs> That's fair, D. I agree. Here's one. Connor Barwin. I'll go first.
1: F. F. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I did jump in on you there. F. He has done nothing.
0: <laughs> and um, he's in the long line of Eagles who stink with us.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Ogletree. What do you got? I tell you what, Alex's been good. He's been steady. I want to give Alex a B minus. Alec, excuse me, B minus.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm with that. I'll I'll even go I'll even go B for uh, for Ogletree. BJ Goodson. <clears throat> BJ, uh, he's been all right. I guess uh,
1: I'm gonna go C with him.
0: Yeah, just because he has he's he's just recently been um, getting more playing time. And by the way, for those listening, we're we're not I'm not grading Damon Harrison. I'm not grading Ray-Ray Armstrong. I'm not grading guys that aren't on the team anymore. So uh, I agree with that. Uh, I'll go with the same grade for Goodson, Olivier Vernon.
1: Well, he just got back, right? He's only played three games. In um, three games, he's looked pretty good, though. So I'm going to give him a B in, in the short period of time he's been in there.
0: Yeah, I agree. I th- he's, I, I like said, I'm a, I'm a fan of his. Um, I know he's had some issues with, uh, with injuries, but when he's in, he's really the only effective pass rusher. I'll go with a B as well for the playing time that he's had it when he's been in the game, I'm not going by injury. So, uh, Lorenzo Carter, good looking rookie.
1: Yeah, Lorenzo Carter. Um, for rookie, he's got a couple sacks. I'm gonna go with a B minus for him too.
0: Yeah, I just wish he'd get more playing time. I'll go B-minus as well. There's, uh, He's got a lot of potential. He's rangy. He's fast. He's kind of showing everything as to why the Giants drafted him. I'd wish he'd get more time. But for a rookie, uh, he's picked it up pretty quickly. I'm going to go B for him. So uh, now secondary, we traded away Eli Apple. We don't care. Uh, Janoris <laughs> Jenkins. I'll go first here. Man, I'm going to go C-minus. I've been disappointed with Jenkins this year.
1: Yeah, he hasn't had – he's been all right. That's it. I'm going to go um, with a C with him.
0: Now I'm looking at the other corners. It's guys that, like, haven't had that much playing time. Uh, well, B.W. Webb. What do you
1: give B.W. Webb? Uh, i tell you what. I haven't had really a problem with him except for a few penalties. beat a few t- – tell you what. To him coming out of nowhere, I'm going to give – right now I'm going to give Webb a B-minus. Yeah, I was gonna go B, even
0: maybe B plus and I know people are gonna kill me on Twitter, but for what we expected of him, I, I didn't think he'd be half as good as he is. I thought he's I think he's been playing pretty well and I think he played himself into a contract next year as a as a reserve corner. Um he's bounced around, but he seems to have I don't know, maybe he found a home here. I like what he's done this year. Um Antonio Hamilton, I mean, is there enough film on him? Probably not, right?
1: What the hell? Huh? He's a good special team at all.
0: Yeah. Um, let's go safeties, uh, Curtis Riley. Well,
1: oh, Kurt, Curtis, I can't take a right angle. Riley. That's why I'm laughing. Um, you know, he hasn't really done much. Uh, I'm going to have to go, a, a C a C minus for him.
0: Yeah. They need an, I think they need an upgrade there. I'm going to go, I'm going go to give a lower, I'm going to go D plus. Uh, I don't want to see him back on the team next year. I, nothing against him, but. His angles are terrible. He's not doing much with them. Um, not my idea of a free safety. I, I want a rangy safety who can go deep and cover deep, so that Collins can play up closer to the line. So D plus. Landing Collins.
1: Uh, Landon, I'm going to give a B. I'm going to give a, a B. Not enough impact plays. That's why he doesn't get an A minus. Had one last game with the fumble. Um, no I believe no Yeah, right. No interceptions. Uh, but he's you know he's been active landing it. Landon needs a ball hawk and free safety, which yeah. is John. Have to try to get, you know, either draft or get one. You know, we had one with Thompson. didn't work out. But I don't. listen, Landon's been pretty solid. Um, he had the one game maybe, you know, tackling-wise, but I'm going to go with a B with him, Jerry.
0: I agree. I, I I think there's been a few games where he's looked like him, his normal self. Then there's others where he's just got bad technique with tackling. He's doing too much shoulder tackling, not enough arm, not enough wrapping up. Um, so I'll go B as well. I, th- I think, and I'm glad they kept him. I'm glad that they're going to build with him next year, even if it is just a, uh, a franchise tag next year, like Adam Schefter's reporting, but definitely glad they kept him. I'll give him a B. Uh, who else at safety? I mean, Grant Haley's not had enough time. Sean Chandler. Uh, well, we can just go to that. I guess we'll go to special teams.
1: Aldrich Rosas. I'm going to give him an A.
0: Oh yeah. No question. A for him.
1: Uh, you know, nice. Good. Been, he's been good on the kickoffs. He's missed what one field goal and I blame that on his quad. That fifty-two yard that he came up a little short on. Yeah. And, you know, after a shaky first year, Jerry, he's had a real solid sophomore year. So I give him an A too. You know,
0: I'll tell you what, we go if we if you group Riley Dixon, Zach mm-hmm. Diasi, and Aldrick Roses, I give them all an A.
1: Yeah, Dixon's been pretty good too. Yeah. You know, no complaints, uh, no complaints on, on special teams this year. Now,
0: um we'll we'll call him Mr. X. Any punt returner the Giants have, what do you give them? Because there's been so many.
1: <laughs> they're all they're all, they're all D-minus,
0: including Odell. <laughs> I know. Oh, man, it's been so bad this year, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, quad, listen, Quadri Henderson has shown a little – some flash, right? Yeah. Maybe It looks like he showed some potential. So yeah. he's a little incomplete yet right now, but hopefully he develops a little bit. He was yeah. pretty good in college, so hopefully he gives us something. Yeah, Quadri –
0: Quadri is actually like a C plus, so he brings the grade up to a D plus, right? Because yeah. the rest of them have been abysmal. So yeah. he's probably the best one, and he's probably you know he's a C plus. He's okay. So um, yeah, there you have it, guys. That's the the mid season grades. I think it's an average of a C minus or a D and... I have one, for you, Joey. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, how about Betcha? Oh, D. Oof! Sorry, D. Well, Ruffle. He, the yeah, the it's, defense is, the defense has been keeping him in the game, but at the same time I didn't i I'm not only the last couple games uh oh, maybe D's tough, C minus. Only the last few games have we seen more blitzes like the, the first half in Atlanta was more fun to watch than anything. But mm-hmm. uh, it's just not the defense that I expected.
1: Neither did I. I expected a lot you know, a lot more blitzing, you know, way more aggressive um uh, on his end. I haven't seen it. Yep, I'm going to give him – I'm not going to be as rough as you. I'm going to give him a C um, because they're not like in the middle of the pack defensively, but, you know, always giving up the big – can't get the key stops. and So I'm going to go a C would bet you. And how would you how, – how about Sherman offensive-wise? Since he is – you know, that is his baby, the offense, call, playing, calling the plays, what would you give him there? Well,
0: because we can't score uh, an F. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> can't argue with you there, bud. I mean, it's not about moving the ball. It's not about yardage. You get into the red zone and we crap our pants. So I have to give it an F. <laughs> yeah.
1: 19 points a game in today's NFL.
0: I mean, Chris, when when you watch the Rams in New Orleans, and I know they're very good, but I mean, it seems like a whole different sport.
1: Yeah. Yeah. just, they're so creative scheme-wise and everything they do, um, you know, even Carolina. Yeah, you see what North Turner is doing with them now, right? Yep. I mean, he's getting guys. He's getting some of their young kids in space, he's using them in the rounds. With, uh, Curtis Samuel, now DJ Moore is getting involved. The number one pick. Uh, you saw what they were doing. you saw what they were doing yesterday with Cam, and it's like, oh man. You know, McCaffrey, the way they use him. Uh, I thought Sherman would be more creative, Jerry. Um, he hasn't been. The offense has been blah. Um. Yeah, he's going to get like a same walk as me, man. I'm sorry, it just the offense has been brutal, you know, brutal.
0: And uh, someone in his family follows us on Twitter, so hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast. But I mean, my God, how, how can you give this offense anything but an F? They're one in seven. They can't score. Uh, they get to the red zone and they they they're afraid of the end zone. They don't, there's no creativity at all. So um, unfortunately, that's kind of where we are. So.
1: Sally Ann. Well, sa- his cousin's still pissed off at her for not drafting Josh Allen. So don't worry about Sally Ann.
0: <laughs> That's right. She is bad. <laughs> All right. So uh, something we like to do on Mondays is take Twitter questions. And, again, some very creative ones, some very good ones. Someone asked, uh, where were we with Gettleman, Anthony Treglia. We answered that question already. Um, here's one. They're, sa- they're asking, Patty F. at Scorpio1968. Any possibility that Eli takes a pay cut to mentor a rookie QB, or is that a stupid question? No, it's not a stupid question. There's there's no stupid questions when it comes to this team. You can ask anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I don't think the Giants want him uh, to take – I don't think they'd suggest that. I think they would just outright nah. cut him, give him a chance to go somewhere else or
1: retire. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Uh, Eli will be released this offseason. season. And as far as a pay cut, no, that's not a stupid question, you know. But no, no, Eli will not take a pay cut to groom anybody. Eli probably will not be a Giant um, next year. Uh,
0: from Sean Allen at Spa32Blue. At what point do our <laughs> – here we go. At what point do our proud owners step up and admit that they are failing us miserably? The Giants used to be a franchise others wanted to emulate, and now we are a disgrace. I think – I think they will admit that Sean at the end of the year when they speak to the media, I think this has been an embarrassment for them. I think John Mara takes this just as hard as his father did. And the fact that PSLs are so expensive, um, ticket prices are expensive. MetLife stadiums expensive. I think he gets it. And I think uh, especially towards the end of this year, when fans stop showing up or wear bags over their heads or it's, or it's filled with opposing fans, I think he'll come out talk and basically (laughs) apologize to everybody.
1: Yeah, that's, you know, they do take it tough, you know, but fans don't want to hear that anymore, Yep. right, Jerry? They don't want to hear, oh, John takes it tough. They want results. They want production, and it hasn't been there for this organization in a while. Uh, so, yeah, I think Mara at the end of the year will say this has been, a, you know, a huge disappointment, and, and we have to move forward and all that. And, um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting final press conference for uh, Mr. Mara this year
0: from Peyton Combs at Pioneer Pate. If we pick a quarterback in this upcoming draft, do we have a good enough quarterback coach to develop him? Ooh, good question. I would say yes. I would say I would say, Shermer is the quarterback whisperer. I think with Eli, it's just a case of the fact that um, he's shell-shocked, and what the Giants have done doing in the last five or six years has completely ruined him. Um, mm. But if you look at Eli's numbers, look, like his percentages are up. His interceptions are down. So from that standpoint, I guess he is playing better. Uh, But overall, um, yeah, I I think Shermer's the right guy for a young quarterback, I do.
1: Yeah, I agree. He's got a good track record with quarterback Shermer. Um, We're going to have to throw this 2018 season out the window. And when he gets his hands on a new kid, which should be coming next year, um, I think you'll see Shermer at his best. You know, Nick Foles had his best season with Shermer. Back That's in right. Philadelphia, yep. um, you know, Case Keenan had a pretty decent year last year. Um, this is just this year, you know, I know a lot of people want to destroy Sherman over this. And he, listen, it hasn't been great for Coach Sherman his first year, no question about it. But I still feel pretty comfortable with him with a new, you know, with a with a young kid coming over and, uh, you know, him working on the Coach Shermer for a few years. So I could be wrong, Jerry, but I, I still feel pretty good with him.
0: Yeah, I do too. Uh, Vin at Chipped Tufus.
1: <laughs> These names are awesome.
0: What just for the hell of it changes would you like to see made for the second half of the season? Thanks. Well, one obvious one is I want to see Kyle Oletta. Should he be able to stay out of jail and not do anything stupid? I just want to see what they have with him. I yeah. mean, as far as anything else on the team, I, I don't know. I mean, they're playing their rookies already. I think for yeah. me, it's Kyle Oletta getting in there and just seeing what he can do.
1: Yeah, there's not really much more, right? I like to see maybe you know, maybe Sean Chandler go over there free safety. Yeah, that's a good one. That's about it, right, Jerry. There's not yeah. much. Um you know a lot of these kids are playing already. So it's not like we got, you know, draft picks haven't played much. They are, you know. I like to see just maybe Carter get more snaps. maybe Chandler on the back end. Um, there's nobody up front and there's no receivers that, that are looking to get in. So yeah, that that's it. You know, Liletta. Maybe somebody like Chandler and Carter, more snaps. That's what what I'll be looking for. I was
0: going to say, the only other thing, Brown, the kid they just picked up, he'll get in there. And maybe Corey Coleman, just to see what he can do at wide receiver. They're coming to me now. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a good point, Jerry. I I forgot about Corey Coleman. I'm sure you're going to see him next Monday night. I'm sure you're going to see him worked in, and I'm sure Jermon Brown's going to be playing right guard uh, next Monday. But that's about it, right, bud? It's not – not yeah. much
0: more. Yeah, there's not much more you can do. So those those three or four guys. From our buddy North via North Wildwood slash North Jersey, just Joe at surfing underscore three nine two. Should the team continue as is or start using younger players to see what they've got while still trying to win a few games or just go for the early draft pick. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think they're gonna go with younger guys and um I think by going with younger guys that's gonna make it easier for them to get a <laughs> an earlier draft pick because I, I just don't think the Giants have another one or two wins in them, or I should say they don't have more than another two wins in them. So I, I think this is a 3-13 and 13 team, Joe, and I think you will see a lot of younger guys get in there and get an opportunity to play.
1: Yeah, you're to see that already, the last game with Haley and Chandler. So you're seeing that now, Joe. Um, only one left is really is Loletta. and we'll see how that works out, I mean, you know, as far as the incident that he had. So – That would be the only young kid left. And just just more playing time for some of the kids that are already getting worked in. Here's a good one, uh, not
0: related to this team, but in Giants history, from Mm. hashtag GiantsPride at Mad8289. Why isn't George Young in the Hall of Fame? Isn't it crazy that he's not? But what's funny is Vin at Chipped Tufus answered it for us, and <laughs> he said because he passed on Belichick for dumb friggin' reasons. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's the, one, the old question answer, huh? <laughs> yeah. So so someone answered it for us. Chip Tufus is awesome. He's got a question in it and he got an answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. George Young should be in the Hall of Fame. I know that he passed on Belichick. He's he also passed on. Mike Singletary in the second round of the draft that he could have had, where he had Lawrence Taylor, passed on Howie Long. So, I mean, every GM passes on guys, but overall George Young took a franchise that was completely floundering. I mean, you think it's bad now. This was 18 years or 17 yeah, poxed, years of just yeah. disgrace, 64 to yeah. 80. He comes in in 79, drafts Sims, then Taylor, Mark Haynes. I'm I'm going down the first round picks. It was yeah. Sims, Haynes, Taylor, Woolfolk, Kennard. Banks, you know, so he added all these guys and his 86 draft was better than ever. So go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no.
1: I'm sorry. uh, Cut in on you a little bit there. Uh, But, you know, these last few years, there's been promise going into the season with the Giants. It just didn't work out. Right. They've been horrible. Right. I understand that. But I lived through the wilderness years of the 70s. And from, you know, when they went to training camp in August, there was no hope. At all. <laughs> it was like, okay, this is going to be another, you know, well, back before 79, this is going to be another, you know, four and 10 season. And then after 79, it was, like, you know, it was like the 16 games here. But it was, there was no hope in the 70s at all. You know, yeah. there's actually talent on his team, and there's a few things that have to be cleaned up and tightened up. We, are, you know, I understand that. But George Young did turn it around. You know, he when he drafted Phil Sims, I'll never forget when he drafted Sims. You know when when everybody was like, who, who, "Who's Phil Sims?" You know, right. Moorhead, Who the hell is this guy? You yeah. know. Yeah. And we all know how that, how that turned out. And, and let me tell you, he was adamant on Lawrence Taylor, George Young. There was you know, that was the draft pick. He never considered anybody else. Thank God, Bum Phillips did back in '81. Um. So you know, we owe a lot to George Young. Um, yeah, he took to George, he took George
0: Rogers, uh, Bum Phillips.
1: Yeah, yeah, he took Rogers and and George Young. You know, obviously, we took Lawrence Taylor right after that. But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like if we had the first pick that year, we were going to go with George Rogers. That, you know, he was adamant. It was Lawrence Taylor, and they, and they just prayed that the one guy was going to take George Rogers, and they did. It was Bum Phillips.
0: Do you know who you the know. Giants would have taken it to if Lawrence Taylor went one?
1: I know. Uh, no, I don't remember Freeman McNeil. Oh, Freeman after white, that's right. Freeman McNeil, who was a pretty solid back. Yeah, but, he went third yeah.
0: to the Jets. The Giants were high on him if Lawrence Taylor went once. Yes. So.
1: yes, you are correct, Rain Man on that. Thank yes. Thank
0: you, but, Bum Phillips. Thank you. But,
1: yes, but George Young, you know, did do a lot of things. Um did he make a mistake with Belichick? Probably. <laughs> we all know that, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: I mean you read books you you read about it. I always blame Parcells for that because I figured parcells let belichick leave before he left but i mean i've been wrong over the years that the more you read on it the more no, you know that, that no, no. george young was never hiring him
1: uh, george young was adamant that he wouldn't be a good head coach uh did not like uh the way he he felt he was going to deal with the media and he didn't even like the way he dressed
0: you know crazy
1: um so they he, you know he went with ray Hanley, you know back in 91 because mm. ray handley was really smart in math Oh God! I don't know what the hell i had to do with football but they went with Ray Hanley, and we, we know that, and the rest is history, and Belichick went over to Cleveland. But listen, GMs can't hit them all. We know that. Um, uh, even that Singletary thing you just brought up, it happens. You know, you can't hit them all. But George Young <clears throat> did turn this franchise around. So I do believe, like <clears throat> like you, Jerry, I do believe he does belong in the Hall of Fame. Um, we'll see. Yeah,
0: and, and just as – just as we're talking, uh, somebody, a friend of mine' tweeting who subscribes to the Giant insider Scott Barton. It's funny, man, he, he said, "Hey, today is the 71st birthday of Rocky Thompson. <laughs> the 18th overall pick in
1: 1971.: <laughs> Yeah, man, I remember my, yeah, I remember my dad bringing that up all the time. Rocky Thompson.: now, now,
0: I don't know if this is right, but someone can look it up. So he went 18. number 19 you all right?
1: Chris Jerry, Has
0: got spaceships landing?
1: There we go. oh, I'm sorry. That's the home thing. Yeah, I'm sorry about that.
0: <laughs> so 19 was Jack Tatum, 20 was Jack Youngblood, 34 was Jack Ham, 43 was Dan Deodor. So, anyway, no need to relive these. I got one more question uh, before we wrap up. And it's a good one because it's uh, relevant to Saturday. So, I'm a big Herbert fan. I'm, I'm saying it now. If he comes out, he should be the guy. But, um, Joe, Joe Vell at Joe Vell3. Thoughts on Will Greer. Any insight how the Giants view him as an NFL quarterback? Uh, second part, I have no idea how the Giants view him. My thoughts, he's a gamer. Um, he's 23 years old, though. I, 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 not that that's old, but he'll be 24 by the time he's playing for the Giants. A little on the smaller side. He's a gamer, man. I, I, if, if he's a second or third round pick, I'm okay with it. I wouldn't go in the first round with him. Uh, I want Justin Herbert. That's my guy. I will say that from now until the draft. But, um, Chris, I don't know how you feel about Will Greer.
1: Yeah, I'm not that crazy about him. Uh, I, you know, I like, like you, I like Justin Herbert right now, too. But there's a lot of time left between now and April. We'll see how these kids do as they finish their college season. Um, but right now, I like Herbert way way more than Greer. Um, but that's me. I, I don't know how the Giants are feeling. Don't even, we don't even know what the Giants are going to be doing. I mean, I, I'm i just going to say that they're going to draft a quarterback. My opinion, Jerry, is they're going to draft one for sure. But who knows, you know? Who knows? Uh, hopefully they do. Um, it's time for this franchise to go in that direction. Uh, but as far as her, I like Herbert right now, but there's a couple of the kids out there that are coming on too. So. All right, guys. Well, I'm You're not able, bud.
0: All right, guys. Uh, the next podcast we're going to do is eight o'clock Thursday. We're going to move from Friday to Thursday at the, request of my wife who said nobody's going to listen to you guys on saturdays that's a stupid day to do it on fridays so i think she's kind of right i think she has a point we've kind of put it out there people think thursday night's better so you can listen to it on your commutes on friday the only issue thursday was chris um you know chris makes plans he's a very good husband he has plans on thursdays uh with his wife chris i don't know if you <laughs> wanted to share that at all with what you do on thursdays Something dirty but um you know chris i don't know if you wanted- i,
1: I do the line dancing thing yes i do yes i do it's wife, so, right. i do Line dancing thing
0: so Chris from Brooklyn to Staten Island to Jersey uh, does line dancing with his wife I, yeah. I that's you're a hell of a husband buddy
1: yeah I do the – you know um I watch the movie uh, Urban cowboy and I head out to uh to the local <laughs> bar out here and I do my child tavolta with the wife uh you're the best <laughs> so you know you know Jerry I still got that Brooklyn thing in there you know Tavolta saying I I still managed to get that in there somehow <laughs> that is that is you're awesome um
0: all right guys be sure to order your copy of the giant insider newspaper go to www.giantinsider.com or visit magster.com for a digital subscription that's m-a-g-z-t-e-r.com yearly subscriptions are 39.95 and we actually put out a free um you can download a free copy i put it out on twitter so try to do that today if you get a chance uh the digital version is only 17 dollars for a yearly subscription 14 issues for the years we bi-weekly during the season and monthly in the offseason, like I said, the next podcast will be Thursdays going forward at 8 p.m. That way we can also do our Thursday night pick rather than wait a day later. And uh, Thursday night, this Thursday night, we'll do our, our picks and we'll kind of give a status of where the Giants are. Uh, and we'll, we'll preview the the 49er game, the Monday night game. So, again, the Giants can't ruin our weekend. They can only ruin Monday night. But thanks, for everybody, for listening to the Giant Insider Podcast. I'm Jerry Foley. He's Chris Bizignano. And remember, guys, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everyone.
1: Bye-bye, everybody.